You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the leading SEO, pay-per-click, social media, content marketing, and email marketing authorities come to share their secrets. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, OneClick Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I'm your host, OneClick Lindsay, and today we're going to be talking about video, so make sure you stay tuned. Today, I have an amazing video expert on. His name is Jeff Wenberg. He not only works for Lead Pages, which we have talked about before, that is a piece of software that helps you grow your list and is super easy to use, but Jeff has also created a company called Smart Video Metrics. It is an internet-based video app that tracks conversion rates for any video. Without further ado, let's welcome Jeff to the program. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me, Lindsay. I'm happy to be here. Well, uh, we're glad to have you on. So first and foremost, how did you get so into video? Why is video your passion? Yeah, so um, basically what ended up happening uh, back, I think, probably 2009, I kind of started learning about internet marketing and this whole other world that was online. And I got fired from a job for like the first time ever. Fired? Yeah. So I. Okay. We have to take a segue. What what happened there? So um, I was living in Nashville, Tennessee at the time um, trying to pursue music and I was working a temp job and it was just like mind numbing. And I ended up emailing my wife about how dumb I thought the job was and just all this stuff. And what ended up happening is uh, when I typed in my wife's email address, uh, it pre-populated with my boss's email address because they had the same name. And I just didn't check and click send and basically sent the email to my boss instead of my wife. And needless to say, they weren't weren't so happy. Sorry. Uh, but that was <laughs> kind of like it, I think that kind of happened for a reason because basically after that I was like, ah, I can't like do this anymore. I have to figure something else out. And um, through being in music, I had recording gear, and I started looking on Fiverr at different kinds of jobs that people were paying for, and I saw people were doing voiceovers. And so I was like, well, I could at least make a voiceover that sounds better than a lot of these. My voice isn't like a, you know, a radio voice or whatever, but... (laughs) Well, apparently it is. (laughs) So I started there, got my first job, and then it was like, wow, this is a real thing. And then kind of like kept going through that. And then a lot of people started asking like, hey, could you do video too to kind of go along with this voiceover? And so I asked, you know, like, could you send me an example of what kind of video you're looking for? And kind of the same thing. It was like, well, I don't know. I'm not like a videographer, so to speak, but I think I could do that. And so it just kind of started building those and um, doing those kinds of videos. And um, in the meantime, like fast forward, you know, maybe like two years, I moved back to uh, St. Paul, Minnesota and um, had come across a company called Lead Pages, and I was like, oh, I really like what they're doing. Um, I really like the CEO, Clay Collins, like how he presents himself. He's a very ethical dude, and, you know, just like everything that I could get behind. So I was like, oh, I'm going to apply to be an affiliate because I have clients that could probably use this. And then um, Clay kind of uh, reached out after that because he saw I was in St. Paul as well, and he needed some video help. And basically, we just started talking about, you know, what kind of videos they needed help with. And it was something that I could do. And since then, we went on to make, um, I don't know, we probably produced over like 400 videos in the last two years. Wow. For lead pages? Yeah. Yep. So for lead pages. And then um, on the side, you know, like I was constantly doing video work for clients and that sort of thing. Um, And it's... uh, 
it's one of those things where it's, it's like a, a growing, growing market, absolutely. And just making sure that, you know, your efforts are um, affecting your business positively is kind of the key. Otherwise, it's kind of like pointless to be making videos. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's jump into that. Sure. Let's talk about effective videos. Mm-hmm. So I'm a small business owner. Let me let me break it down. Sure. I'm a small business owner. Maybe I'm a doctor. I'm a vet. I'm a chiropractor, or I, you know, some other service business or something. Mm-hmm. Does video work for me? Do I need to do video? Yeah, I I think it's it's definitely something that every kind of market or business should test out. But my my answer that I would lean towards is yes, uh, just because it's like one of the most engaging forms of content that you can put on the internet. And then you know YouTube being the number number two search engine behind Google, um, that's kind of telling you something that people are watching like a lot of video. And even if it seems kind of like you know eh, I don't think my video or my business really needs a video. Uh, I, I would recommend testing it because that could be the thing that, you know, they watch your video and be like, oh, that looks like a, a great dental office or that looks like a great chiropractic office. I'm going to call them because they watch your video. So it's hard to tell, you know, like what's going to work without trying it. But I would recommend everybody at least try it. All right. Do you re- do you have like a pat answer for long videos, short videos? What if I'm not funny? Can I be serious? Like what kind of videos are we talking about here? Yeah, so I, I think the the type of video as far as like funny or serious or whatever it just like that needs to um correspond to like your personality or your brand personality so if you're you know like a more serious business or like you your marketing material has a more serious tone i would recommend you know sticking with that across like your your content like so that's like you know blog posts or videos or anything like that it's just a consistency thing. Whereas if you have more of like a fun brand or a wacky brand, you know, definitely roll that into your videos. Just make sure that like, you know, if you're a fun brand, don't like go a complete 180 and have like a super serious video. Otherwise, there will be kind of a, a fall off in just consistency. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. for short okay. and long, um, yeah. I, I personally would go or err on the side of short just by, you know, judging from people's uh, attention spans. However, that said... If you have a topic that kind of takes a little bit to explain, it's it, we've seen, you know, like 12, 13, 14 minute videos work really well. It just depends on what topic you're presenting and how how uh, much your audience wants to get that information from you. OK, that makes sense. So um, when you were talking about b- before, you said you have all this video equipment mm-hmm. And and all these professional pieces, and so that does that should that scare people away? Can I just get my smartphone out and record a video? Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of what like one of the cool things is the most people's phones will shoot awesome videos. <laughs> so cool. th- that's pretty much like the the camera argument is isn't really like a, a barrier to entry anymore. The only thing I would recommend. Uh, well, actually, I'd recommend two things if you're going to use your, your smartphone to, like, record yourself. Number one, I would put it on a tripod or maybe, like, a selfie stick. And the only okay. reason is it, like, it kind of takes away the, like, the jitteriness of when you're holding it yourself. And I, I can't remember who I learned this from, but if you put it on something and then you hold that yourself, it'll take away a lot of the jumpiness just because, like... Right, because we, we don't all have surgeon hands, Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. So that, okay. that's the one thing. And then the second thing I would I would recommend for anybody doing video, whether it's with you, your smartphone or whatever, is don't just use the, the built-in mic on your camera or your phone just because the sound won't be as good. 
So what I would recommend is using a lapel mic. And that's just a mic that you can like put right on your shirt. So it gets like more of a direct sound and it'll just sound a little better and less like roomy and echoey. And the reason I say this is because I, don't, I sort of feel like audio is almost more important than the video itself, just because think of how many times you've probably put on a video and then, you know, started multitasking and doing something else while listening. Yeah. If the, if the audio is good, the video still serves its purpose. Whereas if, the video is really good and the audio kind of is lacking, you know, the chances are somebody's going to be like, meh, I'm going to close out of this and move on to the next thing. Right. It's obviously unprofessional. Yeah, so yep. I'm drawing conclusions on this person exactly. or company. Exactly. Um, as far as lapel mics go, is there lapel mics for sale on Amazon that we'll just plug into my phone? Do you know? Yeah. So there's, there's an, uh, wired one from audio technica. So you can just uh, search on Amazon audio technica lapel mic and it's like 30 bucks. And it, it, yeah, it comes with like everything you need to have it work with your smartphone. And that, that'd be what I'd recommend to start. And then, of course, you can go up in price from there. Fair enough. Do you have an opinion on editing? So when I pull it down, do I need to make a bunch of quick edits? Do I just let it run? Does it depend on how the session went? Do you have an opinion on that? Yeah, I think it just depends on your end goal. And like, you know what I was talking about with like the consistency across your brand. If it's all like if a lot of your content is kind of like off the cuff, then, you know, like leave the errors in and like just kind of do it like a one and done session. Whereas if you're, you know, gunning to be like quality control, like 100%, you know, professional, you know, that's when you want to maybe spend a little time editing it. And then there's anywhere in between. I would just recommend doing whatever is going to like resonate with your audience. Okay. Do you have a favorite piece of video editing software for Windows and Mac users? Um, I don't know if this works with Windows, but I love ScreenFlow for Mac. Okay. Um, I think a similar thing is Camtasia for Windows. Yeah, um, that's what I use, so I would agree. Yeah, but uh, ScreenFlow, it's like $100, and you can pretty much do like 90% of anything you need with it. And it's fairly easy. Like, yeah. you know, it's not super technical, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, like most totally. people who can get behind a mouse can manage those video editing pieces of yeah. software, right? Yep. And it's super easy. It's like, that was kind of like my hesitation when I first started doing video is like, oh man, like I don't want to learn Final Cut. That looks so complicated. Yeah. And somehow yeah. I found ScreenFlow and it was like, whoa, this is awesome. Super easy, and like the the interface and everything makes it easy to work with as well. So that's uh, that'd be the one I'd recommend. Cool. Okay. Now my next question is frequency. Do I just can I do a one and done video? Do you recommend once a week, three times a week? T talk to yeah, me. Yeah. So I, I would recommend doing whatever works for you and your your schedule. But oh, Jeff, that's always your answer. But here here's here's where it. it uh, the caveat is whatever you decide to do, just do it consistently. Love so it. if you're going to do one a week, don't do, you know, one a week for like four weeks and then not do any more videos for the next like six months. Love it. <laughs> so it's I like, totally you know, if, if in reality, if you can only get one done every other week, commit to doing one every other week and stick with that over the long haul. Um, it, it's, it's better to go with consistency than, you know, like, uh, bursts of videos and then none for a while. Love it. Okay. Now let's talk about the big important question. I now have my perfect video. Do I upload it on YouTube? Do I upload it natively on Facebook? What do you recommend I do with this video that I have? Produced? Yeah, sure. So, um, what I would recommend is uploading it to YouTube 
um, just because, you know, YouTube's huge and it's a good source of traffic. It depends here on if you're like trying to use YouTube to build your audience there or if it's just a place to host it. If it's a place, just a place to host it, you could also use Wistia or something like that because they have pretty good analytics um, about, you know, how much of the video people are watching and that sort of thing. Um, and then if you're also using Facebook to promote the video, I would upload it natively to Facebook instead of posting just like a YouTube link. Uh, Why is that? We, I, we've just always seen better engagement and stats and stuff when we've uploaded it natively versus just posting a link. And my guess would be because you're sharing a, a Facebook video versus a YouTube video. Yeah, and, Facebook likes likes its own yeah, stuff. Exactly, yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you know much about like making your YouTube video SEO friendly for YouTube or is that a different department than you? Yeah, I mean, a, f- a few things. It, it, I'm, I'm not like you know, a guru in that area, if you will. But um, a few things to, to keep in mind are like the length. Um, and, and I don't of the video yeah, or of, of the, my description, yeah, the length okay. of the video, like, and of course, that varies depending on your like, your market and everything. But so that'd be one thing to check out um, your your intro, or the video itself, to see, you know, like, okay, am I hooking people in? Or are they like just falling off right away? So that's like a really important thing. And then for like actual SEO things, like the title and the description are pretty important. Um, so you'd want to do, you, you know, your fair amount of keyword research for the title and have that in the description as well. And really just, you know, like make sure to link to your other videos and anything you're talking about in your video in the description so that way people can find it easily. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about intros. I'm glad you brought that up. So some people, like I'm going to give you three options. You tell me which one's the best or if there's an even better option, okay? First one I've seen is like you just dive into your message, bam, you're there. Second is like it's a it's almost like a TV show and they have maybe a 10 or 15 second intro every time and there's their video. Or third, which I like, um, but you'll have to tell me, you're the analytics guy, which we're going to talk about in a minute, which is basically the host comes on, says, today we're going to learn about video and analytics. Stay tuned. Then maybe an intro, and then they dive into the video. Mm-hmm. Did I miss any? And what, Do you have a favorite? No, I don't think you missed any. Um, I, I personally like number three as well, uh, just because it, it sets you up like, okay, this is what we're going to get into. Um, what I don't like is when that happens, and then the intro is like super long. Yeah. Where it's like, oh man, just do something to just like reset it real quick and make, you know, like two, three seconds maybe, and then move into the content. Don't like waste people's time with some elaborate intro that they don't probably care about. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they just want your message. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk about metrics because mm-hmm. you run a company called Smart Video Metrics. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and the app and why we need to go and download that right now. Yeah. So basically the, the reason I, I created it was to provide a way to get easy data about how well your videos are working. Because a lot of times with like YouTube or Wistia, you get some pretty good analytics as far as like how much of the video people have watched or, you know, like how many times or where they're rewatching stuff. But it's hard to actually like correlate that to did they opt in? Did they become a customer after they watch? Yeah. So okay. I wanted to have an easy way without having to involve, you know, like 10 people to get, you know, one simple number. I wanted an easy way to just be able to tell, like, if somebody watched this video, did they become a lead or a customer? And so that's what Smart Video Metrics does, is it tells you, like, if somebody clicks play on your video, 
did they or did they not become a lead or a customer? <laughs> how are you? How do you know that? How are you doing that? Yeah. So basically, you just take any YouTube, Wistia, or Vimeo video, and you just paste it into Smart Video Metrics, and then you fill out a couple details about it, and it'll give you an embed code that you then go and embed wherever you can, you know, embed any of those types of videos. And then basically it tracks it on the back end where the the viewer themselves, they're not going to see anything different. It's just going to be like every other YouTube video. But where the, the magic happens is on the back end where Smart Video Metrics then tracks, you know, like, okay, they click play, start tracking, start tracking, start tracking. If there's like an opt-in button, you know, like it tracks them through the opt-in to the thank you page and registers that as a conversion. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any competitors, or are you like the guy that's doing that? Um, there, there are a few companies that that do. You don't have to say their names. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, there are a few companies that do stuff similar, um, but a lot of them, like for example, Wistia does give you conversion rates if you use their turnstiles, but that that's only if they opt in through the turnstile on the video, and the turnstile is just like basically an opt-in form that pops up over the video itself, mm, um, mm-hmm. and you can put your email address in there to sign up where that'll give you conversion rates for that. But if you're not using that or you're not using Wistia, you have to, you know, find another solution to measure conversion rates for the video. So like I said, there are some companies that do similar things, but not like specifically telling you, you know, hey, this is the conversion rate for this video just from somebody clicking play on it. Okay. So let me let me paint out an example mm-hmm. to make sure I understand. Yep. I'm a chiropractor and I specialize in pregnancy chiropractic care. So I create a video about uh, download my 10 ways to get rid of your back pain during pregnancy. This is my video. I know all about pregnant ladies, mm-hmm. even though I'm a doctor, even though I'm a man. And so opt in, please. Yep. And then I want them to like click and go to a lead pages capture form. Yep. Then smart video metrics will tell me how many people watched that video and opted in. Yep, exactly. As easy as putting some code. Yep. All that right. That was like the biggest thing because, um, like I had mentioned, you know, like trying to do this, it would always be like, why do, why does it seem like, like there's so many people involved just to get a simple number? So I wanted yeah. something that was just simple and easy to use. And so far, users have all re- reported back that the number one thing they say is like, it's just like it just works. It's simple. It's easy. <laughs> and tell me again where you put the code. Yeah. Where so does the code go? The the embed code. You mean? Yeah. So, like, if it was on a blog or a website, um, you could put it there. It's just part of that page. Yeah, if you're using lead pages, you could put it on a lead page. Uh, just wherever you would normally embed any videos, you can use okay. video metrics. Way, way cool. Yeah. Um, are you comfortable telling us the cost, or we need to check out your website? Yeah, right now, um, yeah, it's always kind of changing, so I would just recommend um, checking out smartvideometrics.com. Okay, okay, sounds good. Can you just give us a, r- a range? Because yeah. now I'm curious. Yeah, so around... Everyone, this price is not for realsies. You have to check out his website yeah. there. Now you so can tell us. There's a couple different pricing options, but um, generally it's around 100 bucks a month, or there's a That's couple annual bad. options, too. For as many videos as I yeah. want? Unlimited, yep. Dang. Yeah. Okay. That's really, really cool. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit uh, more about video and metrics. Yep. So is there anything that is like trending, like you've done a ton of videos for lead pages, you probably have done a ton of videos for tons of other people and you know their metrics. Mm -hmm. What types of videos are best for opting in right now? Like if you want people to opt in for a webinar or a white paper or something, can you give us any tips on that? 
Yeah, so what what I always recommend for like these types of videos is do something or like present some content that can give people a quick win. Mm. So it's almost like giving them a taste of what they're going to get on, you know, whether it's a webinar or they're getting a lead magnet or whatever it may be that they're, you know, putting their email in for. Almost like give them like this kind of wets their whistle and then it's like, oh, if you want more of whatever you're talking about, enter your email below and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So that's what I would try and focus on is just like, what's what's the thing we could do right now where if they only watch this video and they didn't opt in, they could still get a quick win. Right. So they'll remember that you give valuable exactly. content. Yep. So you're not okay, just like the that. person like, oh, give me your email. Give me your email. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, my final question is, since you've done so many videos, can you tell us what your most popular video has been? Like, have you ever had a video go viral or anything like that? And can you tell us about um, that? So I don't think I've, I, I wouldn't say viral, but I think probably one of the, the most, I don't know, I guess I would say the video I've gotten the most comments from people on like, oh, hey, I saw this video the other day of you. And, uh, it was one early on in my, uh, start at lead pages where, um, we had just released uh, lead boxes, which are pop-up opt-in forms that you can make. And mm-hmm. I made a video where I popped out of a box and like tore the box, like fell out of the box basically and like tore the box apart. And then, and then like the video started with like the real content. And I would say that I hear more often than not about people seeing that video that like just became smart be- or became lead pages customers. And then they'll be like, Oh dude, that video was hilarious. I have to go find that video now. <laughs> so I'd say that's probably one of them. Um, my personal favorite that, that I did is um, it was another Lead Pages video, and it was about um, Facebook landing pages that we were releasing. And in the intro, I get punched by the Facebook thumbs up. Wow. It, it, like, it's, <laughs> Poor Jack. Yeah, it was funny because like, I, I was filming this in my, my office at the time, and like it... it comes in and I like, you know, thinking about this, like, okay, that wasn't really there. So I just like fell down and like, you can see the camera moving up and down because I like fell on the ground and <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah. That was, I think those are probably like my two, um, two favorite and ones that kind of generate the most talk back. <laughs> so do you, do you find, so do you find that people watch those all the way through or? Yeah, so it's it's kind of funny because like with those videos, there's definitely like a, a fall off point, but pretty consistently, like they watch through through the content itself, and then when we would start talking about you know how to set it up in lead pages, that's where we would know or like start to see a fall off. Yeah, but that um, I we kind of surmised that that came from the fact that it was a lot of lead pages people you uh, watching those videos. They already knew. So then it was like, okay, I, I know where to find that in the app, so I'm going to go look for it there. And the people that kept watching were the people that weren't uh, users yet. Which is what you want, like, right? Okay, yep. So are you comfortable like quoting a statistic like um, 20, 20 seconds into a video is where most people fall off? Is there such a thing as a statistic like that? Um, yeah, there is, and... I, I don't know any like specific numbers, but I do know like I remember reading on Wistia's uh, blog. There are some pretty pretty awesome stats there at Wistia's blog about like how to create better intros for your videos to basically hook people into the video more. Uh-huh. And then they go into like the whole process of how they optimize the video. They looked at it and found out like why they thought it fell off and what they did on the next one to improve it and all that kind of stuff. So very cool. Yeah. So. 
Um, my really, really final question yeah. is smart video metrics. Are you ever going to be able to make that work with, within Facebook native upload videos? Maybe one so day. I would love to. It's just the problem is like they control the platform. So we can't really like, you know, do anything, any sort of voodoo, if you will, just because yeah. like they control it all. So we don't have access to anything other than, you know, like uploading. upload your video. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If if there was a way to do it, we would definitely try. But yeah, I don't I don't see that changing at any time in the future. Bummer. I wish so. Yeah, maybe maybe soon. Maybe know. maybe he'll give up some control yeah. one day. <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> um, all right, Jeff. Before we sign off, is there? Why don't you give us your your final words, like where to find you, yeah. um, how to contact you? Make sure everyone goes and checks out your company, and like if you have an opt in or anything you want us to do. Yep. This is your time. Yep. So if you would like more info about Smart Video Metrics, you can go to smartvideometrics.com. Um, if you'd like some information about, you know, like metrics and that sort of thing, um, I write about a lot of that stuff at the Smart Video Metrics blog, and that's just smartvideometrics.com forward slash blog. And if you want to reach out to me directly, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff Winberg, and that's J-E-F-F-W-E-N-B-E-R-G. And I'm pretty active there, so, you know, um, send me a tweet or a direct message or whatever, and, you know, let's talk. Very cool. Well, thanks again, Jeff, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. There you have it, folks. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay with TrafficandLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.